Good morning and welcome to Hochma and Coffee, episode number 13 for the month of May. Hopefully you're having a fantastic morning. Now today we are going to be journeying through Matthew chapter 9 verses 18 through 26. And if you're just joining us, welcome, welcome, welcome. Every single morning we give out a daily dose of wisdom or Hochma as it's called in Hebrew. And if that's interesting to you, make sure you subscribe so you don't miss any of these episodes that come out. Now let's Let's look into this. Let's look at verses 18 through 26 and let's see exactly what God has for us. Now, I will be honest with you. There is so much in these that we're not going to be able to pull out all the richness. I really, as I was studying, I wanted to, you know, I could take 30 minutes on this, but I'm not going to. I just want to give one main takeaway that I hope will be a challenge for us and will encourage us to just keep moving forward. And let's read verses 18 through 26 and it says this. While he spake these things unto them, behold, there came a certain ruler and worshipped him, saying, My daughter is even now dead, but come and lay thy hand upon her, and she shall live. And Jesus arose and followed him, and so did his disciples. And behold, a woman which was diseased with an issue of blood twelve years came behind him and touched the hem of his garment. For she said within herself, If I may but touch his garment, I shall be whole." But Jesus turned him about, and when he saw her, he said, Daughter, be of good comfort. Thy faith hath hath made thee whole. And the woman was made whole from that hour. And when Jesus came into the ruler's house and saw the minstrels and the people making a noise, he said unto them, Give place, for the maid is not dead, but sleepeth. And they laughed him to scorn. But when the people were put forth, he went in and took her by the hand, and the maid arose. And the fame Hereof went abroad into all the land. Now, there are so many juicy things in this, right? We see at the beginning, we see that it's a ruler of the synagogue, right? That comes to him. This is huge. This is an uppity up, somebody that everybody looked to, especially in Judaism, right? And they're looking to this man, and yet this man who's an uppity up, the highest of the high in that city, comes and he doesn't just talk to Jesus, but look what it says. It says, worshipped him. That is mighty powerful. That is huge that he would come and worship Jesus. And he comes and he says, my daughter is even now dead. Now we know from other passages, she wasn't quite dead yet. But he says, she's basically dead. That's how, that's how bad it is right now. And I've come to you. But I know that if you come and you lay your hand on her, she not might live, not maybe, she shall live. That is faith, friends. Faith in the authority of Jesus. And and he says, I know if you come and lay your hands, she shall live. And Jesus arose and he goes with him. And uh, as he's going, we see a break in the story. And we see that there's this lady who comes who ceremonially ceremonially unclean. That means she can't go into the temple. She's She could even be legally divorced from her husband because of this. And we know that from other passages, she spent all of her money and she's in a terrible situation. And so she comes to Jesus and everything is lost. But she says in verse 21, if I just touch the hem of his garment, I know he has the authority and he can heal me just by touching him. He has that immense power. He can heal me. And as she comes and she touches him, Jesus says, Daughter, be of good comfort. Thy faith hath made thee whole. And so we see almost like a a resolution before the main resolution. We see that he takes care of this immense sickness. And it's kind of like, okay, so he took care of the sickness. Now, what's going to happen to this girl? And as he comes to the house, there's all of these mourners weeping and wailing. And he says, hey, give place. The maid's not dead, 
but sleepeth, and they laugh him to scorn. And he puts them out, right? He makes them leave. And only a few of them are in there, and he takes the maid by the hand. And not only does he have authority over disease, he shows he has authority over death itself. And no matter what kind of delays were come, no matter what kind of uh, problems were waged, Jesus had all authority. Now, friend, this is the question for today. Which group would we be in? Would we be in the group that had to be put out? Or would we be in the room with Jesus? You say, well, I don't know. How, how would I know? Well, when Jesus was there, did you believe he could actually raise the girl from the dead? Or would you be the one who doesn't believe? Would you be the one saying, yes, Jesus, I believe you have the authority to do that. I believe you have the power to do that. Or would you be the one who laughs at him saying, that's impossible. You couldn't possibly do that. Because that would determine whether or not you would have seen this miracle. And it comes to the same same exact place with you and I today, right? There are so many things that God wants to do in our lives and around us, but many times we don't have the faith. We don't believe that God could use us to lead someone to the Lord, and so we don't even try. And in fact, we would laugh if somebody said, "You could." God wants to use you to lead someone to the Lord. We'd say, oh, you don't understand my personality. We, don't, we would laugh if somebody said, you could preach, you, you could get up there, and God could use you to do this or to do that. And sometimes our, our gut reaction is just to laugh. We're kind of like Sarah. When, when Abraham's told that Sarah's going to have a son and she's listening, and she just laughs, saying, that's not possible. God couldn't possibly do that with me. But friend, that is not the case. It has nothing to do with you. If God could make everything out of nothing, I'm pretty sure he can do something with you. And so friend, do you believe that Jesus has that much authority? Do you believe that if Jesus was able to raise the dead, he could do something through you? Maybe God wants to do something through you today. Maybe in your family, maybe on your street, maybe in your job. And you're a little nervous because you think, man, in me, there's not enough strength. But friend, in Christ, there is all the strength necessary to do whatever he wants to be done. I can do all things through Christ which strengtheneth me. Now, does that mean that you can uh, make a million dollars appear out of thin air? No, you got to take these things in context. But here's the simple truth. If God wants you to do something, trust him to supply the power needed. Don't be the one who laughs at him. Don't be the one who thinks it's not possible. If God wants you to do it, trust and obey. Trust and obey. Well, I hope you have a great rest of your day today, and I will talk to you 